1: Back with you, it's Hour 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We'll get back into some football. Matt Verzel coming up. We welcome in the pride of Ord to talk some college basketball. The big red flavor, men's and women's. Andy Markowski with us at Markowski Andy is where you find him on Twitter. Mr. Andy, it's good to talk with you again. Hoops is here. How are you?
2: Not too bad. It's, uh, it's good to uh, be on. And uh, if, I, if I'm on uh, the radio, that means Hoops is here. So always exciting nice time of the
1: year. <laughs> you are, there's a standing offer anytime Andy Markowski wants to join the show. My friend, you are more than welcome. Serious question. Has Izzo stopped running his team yet from last night?
2: Yeah, that one, uh, that one was tough. But you know, Tom Izzo, uh is probably measured more in March than he is uh, the first week of, of November. So I, I'm sure his group will get coached up, and by the end of the year, no one, no one will want to play him. So I'm I'm sure he's fired. Uh, you know, that that first shell of the uh, of the year to his group, but um, he hasn't forgot how to coach basketball. They'll they'll still be a good team and have a great.
1: Talking to, to a, a guy that's close with Izzo, uh, Jack, our friend in East Lansing, we got to spend time with last last weekend. And he's like, well, Izzo's usually crabby and hates his team. Well, he loves his team. Maybe, maybe not today. Uh, so <laughs> it's uh, it's it's interesting to see uh, the, their effort. Uh, I want to get into Nebraska, the Husker men.
2: In one mile. Take a
1: able to uh to get things going as i uh, think siri hopped into the yeah where, where's what, what's siri tell where's she telling you to go is she taking you to the well, studio
2: actually uh i'm having uh, my co-pilot uh, my daughter is uh, guiding us home from fargo we've been up on a uh women's basketball visit at north Dakota state so just getting on the road head, head back to lincoln
1: well cool man awesome uh, awesome awesome and, and there's no snow yet in fargo correct
2: no, but it's uh it's it's cold, right? Every uh, every couple hours north, uh, you certainly
1: fill up the bone. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Glad you're on on a trip, and thanks for taking time. But Huskers get it handled, eighty four fifty two over Lindenwood, and and you know, Andy, what what sticks out to you about this Nebraska team as as you project, you know what what this season could be for Fred and company. Uh, I think we all think they're ready to take a, another step in a positive direction for postseason. But do, do you feel like there's enough options on this roster to make it a reality?
2: Yeah, I, I like this group. I've seen them, uh, you know, half half dozen times. Went to several practices. Had a chance to you know watch them playing games. Obviously, yesterday or last night was really the first time they've had you know, most of the pieces back and in a certain case, say, uh, was not there, but you could see some of the new, the new pieces. And, and I, I like this group. They're, they're versatile. I, I think they're mature. Um, they have the, you know, I think the ability to, to really rebound and hold up physically, um, they're a long group, I think it'll be the best shooting team, um, that, that friend has had. And that showed last night, making 11, three, you know, that was without their, their best shooter. So I, I like the versatility. I like their length. Um, I, I think the, uh, the ability to complement each other, maybe play some different different ways, and they could play Bryce Williams at the three, they could move him and play some small ball with him at the four. Uh, so I, I just, you know, think there's a lot of different things Fred can do. The the, the the one negative thing that stands out to me is they they don't really have a true point guard. I know Lawrence is is going to be asked to to do that. I, I think they think they can enter offense to rink uh, a little bit like they did with Walker a year ago um, you know I, I, I think having a point guard might might catch up to them uh, but you know coach Hoiberg is probably a creative enough offensive coach to, to to overcome and and be able to to do enough different things offense but not point
0: guard. Andy Markowski with us here on Hale Varsity Radio talking Husker basketball, men's and women's as the men take down Lindenwood last night, 84-52. to And Andy, one of the things that stands out to me about last night's performance was, as you kind of talked about the versatility and the balanced nature of this offense, all five starters knocked down a three-pointer and the team as a whole shoots almost 37% from behind the arc last night. And I want to get your thoughts. I mean, just how much the game has changed since your day with all five starters not only attempting threes but knocking down threes.
2: Yeah, and I, you know, I, I think Joe uh, is that's an important part of his offense, right? So I, I think they've, you know, tried to recruit to that. Uh, you know, I think in past years they they haven't shot it at, at all the spots, uh, but you know, Alec is 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 probably the one front line, uh, you know, player that that they won't ask to to, to do a lot of perimeter scoring. But I, you know, I, I do think you can, you know, play with him alongside Rink and 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 have a really nice four or five and. You know the, the biggest takeaway I, I from last night is we, we haven't had you know positional length with this group. I mean Walker has been playing the five for them, a little undersized. And, and I think for the first time we have a you know we we have a power five front line. I mean Williams is, is six 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 seven. You can go Gary when he's back at six six seven at the four. Alex you know six nine, and then obviously reek at, at six eleven, and, and still have some size coming off the bench. Uh, so I. I think for the first time that, that front line looks like it belongs in the Big Ten, and I thought the rebounding last night really showed. They, you know, they they look like a a power five roster, and and, and took care of a a by opponent, which in years past you, you never knew if they were going to be able to beat you know some of those by the by teams that that we should beat by twenty or thirty points. So you know, to, to my eye, this is a, a pretty complete roster with good positional length and size.
1: Andy Markowski is with us. a Few minutes, Andy. Uh, a thought on on how this team uh, fits into the big 10 landscape we know illinois is really good we expect michigan state to be talented purdue and in ohio state and you know it's such a a a talented league i mean northwestern went to the tournament last year so where do you see nebraska finishing slash placing and where do they need to place for nit or better
2: yeah, I, I think that's a hard question. This early, I mean, we all know the Big Ten is going to be a you know a deep conference. It's going to have teams that um, you know are ranked in the top twenty-five. Uh, you're, you know, you're going to have some teams that, that struggle, and you know, injuries, staying healthy. You know, there's a lot of things that can happen over the course of uh, a season, especially a twenty-game Big Ten season. But yeah, you know, I've been asked this question a lot, and I, I don't know what this group's doing is until you see you know all the teams. Teams in the Big Ten, but you know, looking at what they did last year, over the last nine games, you know, winning, winning six of them. I think three of those were top 25 teams. A couple of those are on the road. Um, I think four or five of those were postseason teams. Um, you know, the recipe. You know, they, they showed that they have the, the, the talent to do that. You added a lot of new pieces, so I, I think the seven to nine range is is, is very realistic for that. That group, and if you get there in the Big Ten, you're you're going to be right there to, to be in the NCAA tournament, or, or you know certainly playing the NIT. But you know until I see more of the league and and it, and it plays out, including us, I mean uh, the non-conference schedule is 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 not a great schedule, which is probably good for this group to, to grow and develop and, and get healthy. Um, but you know you have Creighton and you have K State, so we're going to know a little bit about this team by Christmas. And you know my, my optimism is they they can't have a top eight finish. And, And hopefully that's enough to have him in
1: the NCAA tournament talk. How did you deal with that as a player? Did you care uh, who you played in the non-conference? Or was it all kind of about just going out, balling, and and getting confidence? Or did you want some of those big matchups? It felt like during your time in Lincoln, you always, always had at least one or two name games that were on the schedule.
2: Yeah, and, you know, certainly. You know, being on on TV, playing you know marquee programs. Uh, you know, we you know had a chance to, to play in some uh, you know Hawaii, uh, Puerto Rico, play in some big events. where We played some some good non-conference games on neutral floors. Um, you know, as a player, you, you know you wanted to, to prove yourself against the, the best, but it was also fun to, to have a chance to, to play and win and, and not have to go through tough practices with their ski after a loss. So I, I think there's a balance, but my you know, and, and getting out of Howard a little bit, the assistant, I, I think Fred has over-scheduled in his time. in Lincoln, I, I think their non-conference schedule has has been too aggressive with too many, you know, really good teams at hard places, neutral to floors, um, you know, I, you like the Auburn game. You know, those are games that you probably should stay away from until your program is a little healthier. So I, I think this gives you a chance to have some success, win, build, build some momentum, build, you know, some excitement amongst the fan base. Uh, because the 20-game week schedule your RPI is going to be fine um, if if you uh, you know looking are on the bubble. You know you're playing Creighton and, and k State, which are, are going to be high high RPI teams. So I think the schedule is balanced. But as a player, you want to you want to play the best.
1: Eddie, let's talk about uh, the Husker women as they were able to. Uh, Hammer, Northwestern State, 90-42. to Good ball game for Alexis and some of her teammates. uh, And, of course, Natalie Ponce and White are are a couple of new faces. But overall, uh, your excitement level and what you think of Coach Williams here. The Big Tentons loaded with Indiana and Iowa and Maryland and Illinois and and, uh, Ohio State. They're all ranked, and and Nebraska uh, is going to be in the mix there, too. What do you think uh, for this season?
2: Yeah, you know, certainly uh, two all-conference preseason uh, players, which, you know, any time that you have a point guard like Shelley, and you know, obviously Alexis has you know, had a couple good seasons, and, you know, they've added some, some new pieces, a transfer point guard that I, I think will, will really be the, the you know, kind of the missing piece uh, from a year ago um, that moves Jazz kind of off the ball a little bit and, and lets her uh, be a little bit more scoring role. Um, yeah, they're they're projected to be in the you know the top six in the top league. Um, you know, I think Bracketology has another as seed in the tournament. I I think everybody would agree that that's the expectation, but the, the league's tough. I mean, they've got a a, a more manageable non-conference schedule. Creighton is, is, is really good. Um, they got to go to Wyoming this Friday. Anytime you go on the road against you know Mountain West or our top level conference teams, you know you're gonna have to play well. They got Kansas again in the non-conference. Uh, CCU in a, a non-conference game in St. Pete, so they'll learn a lot about themselves. But yeah, I would be, you know, really disappointed if, if this team isn't a, you know, top eight seed in the NCAA tournament. You know, competing to, you know, hopefully stay in the conference race. Uh, you know, with a with a decent conference schedule on kind of who they draw with an uneven big ten schedule, you never know who your double plays are or your one play. But I, I think the schedule broke from a little bit this year. Last year, I thought they got a tough draw. So you know, all things point to. To them having a really successful season. It's going to be excited to follow.
0: Them. Andy, is there any added motivation with this squad for how last year ended? The the NIT if it was a little short of what expectations were last year, and it was a disappointing exit to Kansas. Is there any added motivation from how the year ended last year?
2: Well, I mean, you know, as a father, uh, yeah, even for me, right? I, I hope, uh, you know, I, I know Alexis was, was disappointed not getting back to the tournament, and, and uh, you know, the NIT. Uh, Is a great event, but when you had been to the it, into a year the, the year before and kind of had the whole group back, uh, you know, certainly it was disappointing. I think the players felt that way, and you know, hopefully they can, you know, they can rebound. And, and certainly that an injury last year that I think you know hurt them, but then Allison Widener you know, tore her ACL again uh, a little earlier this year, or maybe they have time to to adjust and get the rotation set where that was kind of a bit. Mid- you know, a, a mid-season injury last year, which sometimes can affect your, your rotation. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody could call last season a disappointment. And, and I, I certainly think the players are, you know, hungry to, to get back to the tournament, and, you know, prove, prove them uh, that they belong and, you know, hopefully compete to, to get past the first round and get in the Sweet sixteen.
1: Oscar standout and coach over at Pius, Andy Markowski with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Uh, Andy, last thought here. Uh, I want to get your, your thought on Nebraska landing Britt Prince and uh, what what she can do uh, moving forward. You you watch a lot of high school basketball, and, and she's been just outstanding for a long time. Yeah, you know,
2: certainly a national five-star recruit. You know, we don't have a lot of those that, that come to the so I think it's important to, uh, you know, to be able to keep in-state talent. So, uh, you know, I think Coach Williams and her staff uh, have been recruiting for 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 a number of years. So, you know, she had some, you know, awesome, you know, national-level programs that have competed for national championships. So, to be able to, to to add her to the roster, I know Alexis will only get to play with her for a year, but I I think that type of player, you know, hopefully maybe can attract you know, other uh, talented high school kids, maybe the portal the upcoming year to add a couple pieces. So, you know, uh, whether or not her high school career, which has been fantastic, transfers into college, you, you know, you just never know. But, but certainly, uh, you know, I don't know if any kid has one more. She'll be competing for four straight, you know, state basketball championships in high school and, and certainly has the pedigree to, to hopefully take Nebraska basketball to, to another level.
0: Andy, you've done it. Your daughter's done it. What does it mean to, to stay home and play for the hometown team?
2: Yeah, I was fortunate to talk to, to, to Coach Ann for us a little bit through the process. And, um, you know, one of the things I, I've noticed is, you know, kids that, that you know, grew up in the state and leave, um, the state, you know, kind of moves on. And, and the kids that, that, that have successful high school careers and stay and become a Husker and, uh, you know, it just it just means more, and you know, I, I think the fans, uh, you know, really rallied behind her own, and you know, I, I think that was probably important to her. And one of the reasons why she decided to to stay and play in front of, you know, not only the Nebraska fans, but you know, which the student the experience at Nebraska, you know, is a lead, and, and you know, I think all those things are important.
1: Andy, uh, safe travels to to you and your fam, and we'll uh, talk again. Thanks for giving us a few minutes. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, Andy Markowski. On a roadie to uh, to North Dakota State. Good for him. We're hoping that all his tires remain intact on the road trip. Well, sure. We don't I didn't want, want to jinx it so I do not say wanna, it to him. but We don't want him pulling an, uh, an Elijah Herbal where it's, <laughs> we've got to get a new uh, back left tire because, bang, it went pop on the way to back to Lincoln.
0: Well, crossing our fingers for Andy. It is good to talk to him, though. It's like talking to an old friend, and it's kind of the reminder
1: that basketball is <laughs> back. Well, he's like, back. Oh, oh, it's basketball. Uh, that means I can be on it. Andy, the, the mic's always yours, brother. A guy we love talking to, Matt Verzel, uh, former Husker standout. He's with us next on Hale Varsity Radio.